I think radio began its decline at the end of World War II with the development of television, probably late 40s, early 50s. Almost 1950 exactly when I would date it from. TV was taking over. What happened was just economics because the management of, of whom I was a part just said, your budget is cut, your budget is cut. Amos and Andy were brought back as disc jockeys. It was just economics. And gradually shows were just left out of the schedule. I think the final thing I realized, I got an offer to go into television. And I didn't want to go into television, but I knew my job was vanishing. But I really knew it was vanishing. After I left and took a job at Screen Gems as a writer-producer, they never replaced me. I was the last vice president of CBS Radio. <laughs> radio represented, in those days, to me at least, the freedom to fail. And we could try things. We could experiment. Sometimes we'd fall on our face. But every now and then we'd do something wonderful. And I think that's the essence of any creative process. One has to have the freedom to fail. In April 1954, the man you just heard, Bill Frug, was a supervisor for a new CBS series called Nightwatch. The show attempted to take Dragnet's realism to the next level. It placed reporter Don Reed in Culver City officer Ron Perkins' car. Reed rode the 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. shift, wearing a hidden wire to capture the high drama of the job. Before the premiere broadcast, Reed had accumulated over 100 reels of tape. It included criminals caught in the act, a homicide confession, and the statement of a drug addict. The show was produced by Sterling Tracy and announced by Dan Coverley. Vernon McKenney was the engineer and Ray Gethart the editor, removing all traces of real names and locales. Nightwatch premiered on Monday, April 5th at 10 p.m. with an episode called Nude Prowler. service, starting mileage 6428, 6428. Detectives Perkins and Walter, police recorder Don Reed. Central District Patrol, tour of duty, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. on the night watch. Check by four, mileage 6428, patrolling Central District, 604 p.m., starting night watch. This is Don Reed. I'm a police recorder. The sounds you are listening to are real. This is a police car reporting in service for night duty. You will actually ride for this detective unit and follow the activities of the police officers in this car. You will watch and listen with me as the cases unfold. And as you listen, remember the people you hear are not actors. And all the voices and sounds are authentic. For this is Night Watch. Night Watch. For the first time through the medium of network radio, the actual on-the-scene report of your police force in action. There are no actors. There is no script. The investigations are recorded as they actually occur. Night Watch, presented with the cooperation of the Police Department of Culver City, California, W.N. Hildebrand, Chief. We switch you to car 5-4, now on patrol, and to police recorder Don Reed. 
Just uh, checking our log, at uh, 6.31 p.m. this date, we uh, took a stolen car report and arranged transportation home for the victim. 7.32 p.m. assisted West Los Angeles police at the scene of a traffic accident. Cleared. 8.22 p.m. It might be interesting to know... Yes, it is, too. This is the street. And uh, now our car lights have gone off. We're driving completely in the dark. The officers are watching both sides of the sidewalk to see if we can see any person at all of suspicious nature. And this apparently is the house right off to the right. I notice the officers observing. And we're coming in now, moving out as quietly as possible. The officers are getting out of the car, and we'll be right along behind them. Going up the walk as I'm talking. Up on the front porch, there's a, a gentleman who is... Uh, motioning the officers uh, into the house. Let's move right on in. Uh, standing across from me in the bedroom door is a middle-aged woman uh, clutching a bathrobe to her throat and appears to be in a very highly nervous condition. The uh, officers are questioning her about uh, the prowler. Let's uh, move right on over. Whoever he was, he came in, and I went into the bathroom, and he was in this room, and I thought it was my daughter. And then I was in the bathroom, and he walked right in the bathroom, and I went to go out, and he gave me a shove. And I started screaming, naturally, then. My husband ran out of here, and my daughter just came in. Mm-hmm. See? And he was gone by the time she came back in. Could you tell me, what did you look like, ma'am? He was taller than you was, because he pushed me, and he had a white shirt on and a tie. Was he a young man? Old yes, man? he was a younger man. When he went to shove me, I screamed. And he wasn't going to let me out of the bathroom, you know. And whenever, as soon as he pushed me, then I, I noticed he had gray trousers and a white shirt and a tie, and he was he was taller than you are. He must have come in this room first and dropped his coat. I don't know whether he knew, the, knew these houses or whether he mixed them up. They don't get much alike. Oh, we found a, uh, a coat. The officers discovered a coat with a name in it, unquestionably. I'm moving out of the house now as I'm speaking, and uh, that was... Uh, the mother of you heard the description of it. I'm moving away now, and unquestionably we will go on an investigation and determine uh, just who and what this uh, man is. The officers now are checking to see if he is still in the neighborhood. And right now, we'll move back to our car. Traveling in an unmarked car, Reed used a reel-to-reel tape recorder with a microphone hidden in a flashlight. These were authentic, unscripted, and unrehearsed. 
In one case, Reed was nearly shot. In another, he was stabbed, but saved by a leather jacket. At the end of each show, Police Chief W.N. Hildebrand gave listeners updates on what happened to the people in each incident. Here in our uh, police car again, and I've uh, just been informed by one of the officers that uh, while we were in the house on this investigation, Control 1 has received a second prowler call uh, just a couple of blocks from here, as a matter of fact. Another car has been dispatched to that location. suspect that we're we're looking for. He is in the bedroom, or rather the bathroom, of a private home. The officers are in with him, and uh, he is standing in the nude at the present time. The officers have called for a blanket. He's putting uh, putting up quite a fight about this whole thing. And uh, I'll see if I can move in there. I can't quite get near enough to him now to pick up his voice. Because as I said, this, the uh, man in this case, the suspect is completely nude, and they are throwing a uh, blanket around him. All right, fellow, you've been placed under arrest. Let's go. Well, the prisoner is being escorted out of the house, and I'm uh, tagging along behind now as, as I'm speaking. He is uh, handcuffed with uh, just a blanket pulled up around him. Outside of the door now. The prisoner is being placed in the backseat of uh, Unit 5-0 with an officer guarding him. Well, that means uh, for us, next stop, uh, police headquarters. It's uh, 10.05 p.m., and uh, I'm standing here at the booking desk in the Culver City Police Station. The suspect was positively identified by two of the victims a few moments ago. The uh, suspect is being brought out of the detention room now. You probably can hear the cell door open and two of the officers are directing the prisoner toward the booking desk. And incidentally, he is uh, still handcuffed, and his only clothing is that blanket pulled around him. Uh, Sergeant Perkins is about to book the prisoner. What happened tonight? What happened tonight? Yeah. How'd you get involved? Jeff Ferris and Murphy, your sergeant's name is I don't know what. Add the two together and you have how I got involved. How'd you get in that house down there? The house belonged to me, Sergeant. How about the other two houses? They too belong to me, Sergeant. Do you own the property, do you? Indeed, I do. Where are your clothes? Officer, may I ask you a question? Have you ever, in your house, this is your own individual house, ever gone to the bathroom without your trousers on? Sure, in my own house. Right. That house in which this particular officer and officer, what is that, a sergeant? There are about five or six properties in the city of Santa Monica that I own. Uh, this is the city of Culver City, not the city of Santa Monica, and these people are signing complaints against you. Is that correct? Right. Okay, and I suggest that you check with the people themselves. Well, here is your property, Smith. Okay. What property you don't have. 
and you're being booked on suspicion of 459, which is burglary and attempt assault. Right. What? I say I am fully aware of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. take his handcuffs off and put them on the back Could I, uh, would I be going too far to ask for a pair of trousers? We don't have any. Your buddies are going to try to get some for you. Just please. May I finish talking about it? Okay. Would you do me one favor? What's that? Call the district attorney. You know the district attorney? No, not directly. Well, I'm sure they'll be right till Monday morning then. No, I no, I don't think so either. I think perhaps you better call now. Take his handcuffs off and put them back. May I say one thing? I asked you. I made a request. Correct. Call on Monday morning. I have. Wait a minute. Before you go any further, I have committed no crimes. Remember this. I have asked for a request to call the district attorney, and you have said no, right? Take him back. That's all. Thank you. When you're demoted Monday morning, come see me. We have uh, moved over here to the uh, Night Watch Commander's office where he and uh, Sergeant Perkins have been conferring on the many reports necessary in this case. I, uh, I think we're about ready to clear, uh, right, Sergeant? In just a minute, Don. Uh, by the way, you might be interested in one or two other developments that have occurred. Really? Uh, a friend of the suspect came to the station a short while ago and brought some clothes for the prisoner. Mm -hmm. And incidentally, volunteered the information that the suspect did not, to his knowledge, own any of the property he claimed he did during our interrogation. I see. And by the way, he also stated the prisoner had been a guest of honor at a stag party given earlier this evening. Really? Yeah, he was scheduled to be married tomorrow. You are listening to Night Watch. For the first time, through the medium of network radio, the on-the-scene activities of a detective unit on their tour of duty. The people are not actors. Nightwatch aired until April 21, 1955. Don Reed went on to be one of the first traffic helicopter reporters. And Ron Perkins eventually was elected mayor of Culver City. Police recorder Don Reed on patrol in police car 5-4.